This episode of a Top 3 Podcast is brought to you by our friends and proud parents over at the Rat Hour Podcast with Rat Boy. It's your one-stop shop for discovering what's in Tim Allen's trash this week, dirty work quotes with no context, and rabid praise of the Cincinnati Reds' bullpen. And just for our listeners, brought to you by the grace of the tube, here's a sneak peek at this week's episode of the Rat Hour with Rat Boy. Hello, Jim. Oh, boy, it's my best pal. Rat Boy. What are you up to? I'm trying to write jokes, but I'm not as funny as you, so it's tough. Well, maybe I can help you. We can team up. Really? Wow, you would help me even though I'm crippled. You are caring and not fat. Now, let's see. How about a joke that has something to do with fish dicks? You know, because fish dicks sounds like fish dicks, Jimmy. Rat Boy. You are handsome and not even remotely fat. Thanks. So what I'm thinking is, do you like fish dicks in your mouth? What was that? Oh, that rat boy, he sure is something, huh? Well, if you want to find out what's really going on, you got to tune in to the Rat Hour with Rat Boy, part of the Tube Podcast Network. All right, let's start the show. And uh, this uh, this is a top three podcast. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a Top 3 Podcast, where we are honoring the time-old tradition of listing our favorite things and arguing about it. My name is Dave Jackson, joined today by Aaron Angle. Beep me, me and Autumn is Clapfrog have to do our love see with Selma Hayek. Alan Nichols. Hey, everybody. I'm not going to do a South Park impression. The, everyone thanks you for it, Alan. Also joined by fan favorite Bloodbath McGrath. Bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang. I'm gonna finger bang, bang you every night. Girl, you like the finger banging. That's all right. Bloodbath's on my team. <laughs> Fine, take him. I got Alan. <laughs> and we're also joined today by a special guest and top three enthusiast, Adam Morelli, a.k.a. Mo, a.k.a. Aaron's longtime podcast nemesis. Hi guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, Aaron and I, you know, we, we, we hate each other with the passion of an undying son, but uh, our, our Steelers <laughs> fandom keeps us together. Mo. Sir. <laughs> Hello, Mo. Good to see you, man. Good to have you yeah. on the show. Yeah, Good to yeah. talk to you guys, man. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been too uh, long. Yeah, very, very long for most of you. I, I've seen Dave in the last like decade, but yeah, otherwise, I don't think I've seen the rest of you. You can say seen or talk. Like I haven't talked to you in a decade, except for that oh, one correct. time we talked about the Steelers. That one time on Instagram. Hell yeah, yeah, good times, man. Go no, you're one of the few who has seen me in the last decade. Yeah, no, I, I mean I'm honored, right? Uh, it, it's it's a it's a special place in my heart that you graced me with your presence, but yep. Uh, 
Yep. I can't blame you. Things aren't exactly great over here. <laughs> well, uh, this is the time to announce then that we're applying for a visa and we're coming back sometime. Yay! Oh, nice. <laughs> Mazel. Don't do yeah. it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. But uh, anyway, uh, we'll well that'll be the next week's episode. Top three <laughs> reasons why Dave's making a horrible mistake. But <laughs> how much time he got? Yeah. <laughs> Today's topic is the top three South Park episodes. South Park. Before we start talking about South Park, we would like to say if you would like to support the show, the best thing you can do is to tell your friends, subscribe, give a rating and review, follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at a top three podcast. Those links will be down in the show description at the bottom. When we post our episodes, you can talk in the comments about your top threes, and more importantly, you can be on the lookout for our listener top three calls. Before every episode, we put out a call for your, for this week, your top three South Park episodes, so keep your eyes on those social pages. You can participate in that, and we will include your top three in the show. So, if this is your first time listening to the show, the way it works is we've all picked our top three South Park episodes. We are all going to take turns going around with our number threes, then everyone's number twos, number ones at the end, honorable mentions, lightning round style, and listener responses at the end of the show. So, South Park, first, I had to look this up because I knew it had been a long fucking time, but South Park first aired in 1990 motherfucking seven, 1997, and it's still on. So, we kind of talked pre-show about this, but is anyone here still watching South Park? Uh, I do. And, and in fact, one of my picks is fairly recent. Okay. Um, it, it's still really good. It, it got weird, but it, it's still really good. I saw the pandemic special. That was probably the most recent thing I have seen since maybe like season 11 or something like that. And the pandemic special was awesome. You know, I, 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 re I really, really enjoyed it. So, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that they're still doing good work, but one of their most uh, more recent things was it was really funny and really good. I occasionally will watch uh, newer episodes. Uh, I don't know. I it they're good. Like they're not bad. They're interesting. Um, I just I don't know. Like all of my picks come from like seasons five through like eight or nine. Like to me, that's sort of like where they're really like firing all on all cylinders, and they're really in that sweet spot. So. Um, I've definitely watched like all the seasons past that for the most part. Um, and again, like, I don't think they're bad, but like South Park definitely did get weird. It's gone through so many different like eras and phases. Like, you know, sometimes when we do these episodes, I'm like, man, I feel like we need to like narrow it down to like this like era of the show or like these seasons, but what, you know, whichever, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, yeah. South Park definitely got really weird for a while. I know Dave, you've mentioned before, like you, you have thoughts on the, um, kind of how topical the show ends up getting after a while. So I don't know if yeah. anybody else feels that way. Yeah. I, I just like, as soon as they started going into like straight up, like this is what people are talking about right now. Like I, I remember back in college when people were talking about, or when they had the, like the, um, the Warcraft episode, which is really good. But then they had, like, the 300 episode, which I thought was fucking stupid. And then they just, like, slowly turned into, like, you know, they got famous for doing that, like, one episode all in one week so they can be as current as possible with the references they're making. And I think that's when the show started to lose me 
because as you'll see with my list, I really, really prefer the episodes of the show where it's like, it is just like a story of like the four kids doing something that kids would do. And then they throw in pop culture references. It's not like we're doing an episode about current events. That, I, that's I really say, yeah, Dave, that's exactly right. No, I've always told everybody, like my biggest problem with the show is that they used to be able to like write a story uh, and then take the 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 big like thematic element and like make it work within the context of the story they were already telling. And now, or at least again, as of the most recent like seasons that I've seen, it just seems like they're saying like, no, we're starting with this thematic idea and we're going to build a story around it. And while it's still like funny and the characters are still funny, like to me, that's when it started like at least going downhill because you're 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 right. It used to be. It used to be just like it, it was it's different now, or at least it was. At some point, like the show started to feel like very crude political cartoons. Like straight up, like just exactly like whatever the headline is that week. And like again, it's interesting. I don't think that they're bad at doing that. I think they're like I think they have interesting things things to say, but I'm I'm like Dave, like the episodes that I really like or gravitate towards are just like silly and one offs and they involve the kids being kids and the adults being adults and doing you know, just having like an interesting story. Like I'm I have not picked anything that's got a lot of like satire or like a message or anything behind it for sure. Yeah, like with with this like uh we're recording this um on November sixth and so like I'm just thinking like okay what South Park's next episode are they gonna do an episode about Aaron Rodgers or are they gonna do it like something I have no interest in seeing them just do an episode about like current events I want to see them do like those stories with like what kids would do and what like families would do uh, which you know if you're if you're focusing on a current event or some like political satire or something like that I just don't I don't think you can do that quite as well, that storytelling. So I I don't mean to interrupt. Did I miss something with Aaron Rodgers? Did something happen with Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, he he outed himself as like an anti-vax Joe Rogan nut job. Oh, okay. Like like doesn't believe that birds actually exist or <laughs> no, like that's a, like that far. <laughs> not, like not, a, not quite that far, but yeah. Okay. Like okay, a, okay but he, he outed himself as like a you know, an anti vax do your own research type. Um and they asked him like, What do you so you got COVID, what are you doing to like make sure you stay healthy? And he's like, Oh yeah, I just talked to my friend Joe Rogan and took all of his advice and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, that. that that was like honestly, so I listened to that interview today and it's not great. But it wasn't horrible, like, oh, I don't believe in any of this. He had, you know, some reasoning, like he's allergic to two of them or something. But it all goes out the window when you're like, yeah, no, Joe Rogan gave me some great medical advice. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, exactly. that, doesn't, that doesn't work, Aaron. That, that doesn't. So to steer us back on track, like I, with South Park, I don't want to watch a South Park episode about Aaron Rodgers and Joe Rogan. I have no interest in that. Um, and we'll see like with my list and I assume with bloodbath and Aaron's list and I don't know, Alan and Mo, how yours are going to turn out, but mine are like way back when they used to just like, Hey, this is a funny idea for a story with the characters that we have. And then we'll throw in a, you know, a Jennifer Lopez reference in here, but it's not an episode about Jennifer Lopez. 
so, so I gotta mine, say, oh, sorry, go oh yeah, my I uh, mine are all from like season thirteen or later. Um, okay. I I do I do agree with you. Wow. Um, but <laughs> so I agree when they're trying to be overly topical. I I don't care for that. Like when it's just like what happened yesterday. But I think when they like pick an idea to go after, I think they're really really good at satire. If you're not looking for satire, you're probably not going to like it. But I think they do some of the best satire out there. I also like, I, I like the ones where they've like saved some things up for a while and they're like, okay, let's do a, a whole overarching thing. But these, like, all, all three of mine are very, very funny, I think. Like, just the, the three fun, the ones that make me laugh the most. Um, but yeah, mine are all actually later. And I think I am. In the vast minority for that, like not just among you guys, obviously, but all over the place. Uh, this is going to be interesting. What were you, you going to say, Alan? Touch my nemesis, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Very I was just brand. saying that I, I feel like it, you know, I mean, obviously the way that they've put together the stories has changed, but I feel like the story structure has stayed relatively consistent. I mean, I think the big difference is now the, um, like the overarching themes that they put in it instead of being kind of veiled allegories of, of whatever the topic is, it is on the nose at this point, you know? And I, I, and that's the difference. If you don't, if you don't like that sort of on the nose, sort of, you know, we're poking fun at this, the newer episodes aren't going to appeal to you as much. I still think they're funny. I watched, um, I think the majority of the new episodes, I don't have cable. So I just watched them on, um, on uh, southpark.com or whatever yeah, it is that yeah, they have. Yeah. Um, but I, they were good. I mean, they, you know, they aren't, they none of them made my list. I think one of them is probably from the last, I don't know, four seasons or five seasons or something like that, though. Yeah. So well, this is going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And like, I was just thinking, like, I have no idea what season of South Park corresponds to, like, what year they came out or anything like that. But we'll find out. Also, before we start, (laughs) I want to mention, like, we can't have a whole episode about South Park and not just have a quick conversation about how fucking amazing the South Park movie is. I am so glad you Uh said that. Yes, it is. If, If you gave me the choice of watching a South Park movie's worth of South Park or watching a South Park movie. I'm picking that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Like not like top 10 for sure. I love it. Yeah. And I mean, it, I think it's phenomenal. It's also a great satire. Like I mean that that that's what it all comes up. It's the way they were treated, right? So, but I I, I think it's hilarious and it's phenomenal music and Robin Williams saying blame Canada at the Oscars. That's why I'm into musicals straight up. Like I, you know, I, I always did the theater thing, but I never did the musicals because I thought, I thought musicals were lame and, and uh, the, the show does a really good job of it too, but the movie really like, and uh, the book of Mormon as well, really like they're, they're so good at writing musicals because that's like kind of like what Trey Parker's like forte is. I mean, Cannibal the musical was really, really good too. Um, but the South Park movie was the movie where I, the very first time I was like, oh shit, like musicals can be really cool and funny uh, if they're done <laughs> properly. Like straight up. Like, yeah. yeah. And no, you know, I, all I, my I, favorite musicals are 
are in that same vein of just being like vulgar and funny and having really good music. I mean, you, you know, you're in town or uh, Avenue Q, the guy who did uh, book or who did uh, Book of Mormon with Trey Parker, Matt Stone wrote that. They're, they're phenomenal at that. And the fact that they decided to do a musical was brilliant, man. That movie is 10 out of 10 to me all time. Have have you guys, uh, obviously you have, Aaron. Uh, have you other guys, have you seen Book of Mormon? No. No. It, it's the single it's the single funniest piece of entertainment I've ever consumed. It's definitely up there for me. I think the South Park movie is better, but Book of Mormon is awesome. It's the be- it's one of the better musicals ever made. I, I grew up in a very, very, very religious like town. Like there's a college there where people don't love God, they're in love with God. So a lot of it resonated with me. Like it it's crazy. Right on. So let's get started with our South Park episodes. And I'm going to get started with my number three, which is back to like that classic era of South Park. I think, I don't know what a season this is from, but my number three is awesome which is the episode <laughs> where <laughs> Cartman's always playing tricks on butters. And I, th- I think this is my favorite trick that he plays on butters, where he pretends to become a robot uh, that uh, is gifted to butters. Do you guys remember why? Like, why is he a robot? You fuck with butters. I, I just don't think there's any more he's context not, than he's that. He's not trying to like, I in my head, because all these kind of run together, like I was like, does butters have like a video game that Cartman wants to play and he needs to like sneak in his house or something? But I think he's just fucking with him. So he's, <laughs> he becomes a robot and then it quickly becomes like this. It, they kind of satirize uh, like Hollywood, like um, script writing. Uh, they They think that Cartman can like, come up with movie ideas and so he does that great thing where he's like uh osmo give us a movie pitch he's like uh so adam sandler is like in love with this girl and then he finds out that she's a golden retriever or something <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh uh, god that's brilliant adam <laughs> give us another falls one in like a coconut or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> And then uh, then the government thinks that he's like this magic robot and the government kidnaps him. And they're like, they all these like scientists and stuff like think he's a real robot. And he's just like, he's just wearing like cardboard with like robot designs drawn on it in like crayon or something. And uh, the reason they find out he's a robot is because he farts and they're like, wait, robots don't <laughs> fart. Get him. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, but while he's with Butters is like my favorite part because he has to like he's like Butters is like robot basically like he has to give Butters suppositories and like do his chores oh, and he <laughs> got him oh, no, now go ahead and slide it in real slow yeah <laughs> and, I, have uh, a, I have a I have a Hershey colon <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's that scene because so he's a poop with pants. He's not allowed to take off his mask, so he has to. He like runs in the bathroom and just like wolfs down a tube of toothpaste because he can't eat anything because he always has to keep the mask on. And uh, the ending, the ending of the Osimo episode is one of my favorite endings. They like, uh, like Butters has like a video of Cartman. He finds out like while he's like 
while Cartman is uh, like tricking Butters, Butters is like, yeah, Eric Cartman would never betray me because I have something on him. And so he like spends the episode trying to find it. And I don't want to repeat what he says on the episode, but it's a very funny ending when they're showing this video of Cartman dancing and singing and like the army guy is making fun of him. It's really, really he, he good. He dressed up as Britney Spears giving a lap dance to yeah. a fucking <laughs> So, yeah, that's my number three. Classic. Awesome-o. That's great. Awesome-o uh, is season eight, and it premiered April 14th, 2014. That's the blood, man. 2014? No way. Or 2004, sorry. Right, right. Yeah. 2004. Okay. Yeah. yeah. April 14th, 2004. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my number three. Awesome O. Very, very good nice. episode. Good choice. Yeah, Dave, I, I definitely agree, man. That definitely uh, falls into the category of just silly one off episodes that involve kids. You know, the premise is simple. Like, Cartman's just trying to fuck with Butters. And so he, like, puts on a cardboard robot outfit to, like, screw with him. And, and it just escalates, and you know the one of the running themes on the show is that adults are fucking stupid, and you know, yeah, all these Hollywood execs think that Osmo yes. is like making legit Adam Sandler like you know <laughs> movies, like he's a fucking magic eight ball. So it's it's brilliant. Um, that was definitely a contender for me, man. Yeah, it was one of like I I kind of. Like I, th- I had like initial thoughts for the list, and then I like had to go through and like look through the episodes and pick my favorites. And Awesome O was one of the like okay top three South Park episodes. Awesome O's on the list, and then we'll look for the others. For sure. And I think it's one of the most quotable uh, South Park episodes. One of the most, uh, not the most. My number one, I think, is the most quotable South Park episode. But yeah. Uh, okay, so that's my number three, Awesome O. Aaron, what's your number three? I just, this is so stupid. All right. So my number three is, let me see what season it's from real quick. It's from season seven. And of the like 13 episodes I wrote down, most of them are from season seven. Uh, but my number three is I'm a little bit country. Uh, so the premise of this episode, <laughs> the premise of this episode is that the boys have to do a like a, like a history report on how the founding fathers uh, like started America. And Cartman has this idea where he's like, guys, we don't have to do any work at all. Uh, all we have to do is give ourselves a flashback so we can flash back to that time. Uh, and we can just see what happened in real time. That's how we write it. That's how we get out of doing this homework. Uh, and the the background stuff that's going on is the townspeople are fighting over like the war in Iraq, and like some of them take the side of like, yeah, you can't bully America. Like this is our country. We're coming to get you. Like the conservative side, and then you have some like hippies who are like, no, we have to make uh, peace and not war. Uh, but the 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 best part of the episode is Cartman by far. Uh, and the different things he does uh, to try and give himself a flashback. And he does a couple of things and they don't work. But what eventually happens is he's like, they walk into Cartman's house and he has like tied himself above a pool of water and recorded like 1400 <laughs> hours of the history channel. And he's like, all right, and he's like, when this Tiber goes off, I'm going to drop into this pool of water with this TiVo, with all of this history channel. And it's going to flashback me to, uh, 1776 when they were writing the Declaration of Independence 
and it works right the the <laughs> my favorite part is how uh, he like it actually works and he gets there and every time somebody says so to him he's like oh wow neat like just <laughs> so happy to like be in this time uh, and he has a little song um, I'm almost done. The one part I want to talk about that I think is very funny is uh, Benjamin Franklin is reading like the final copy of the Declaration of Independence. And he does the whole like, you know, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal or whatever. And then he reads the whole thing. And at the end, he's like, and also every Tuesday is free ice cream day. And it just cuts to carbon. <laughs> and he's just like looking around like, I hope nobody notices that. Uh, but I, I, I really, really love the episode. I've always been really big into American history. So it's really cool seeing South Park like go and like try and like tackle what was going on while also trying to connect it to what was going on uh, in the United States at that time with the war uh, in Iraq. So uh, my number three is I'm a little bit country. Uh, dude, I mean, it's a great episode, man. Um, I, I, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have picked that one. I kind of like, that's one of the ones that I sort of feel like there's a handful of South Park episodes that like, just kind of like, they're like in the ether for me, man. Like I just sort of forget, I forget that they're even episodes. And then, you kind of like stumble upon them, like if you're watching it on like Hulu or HBO or whatever, and um, just like, oh shit, I remember that. And then you know, you like go back through and you watch it, and you're like, oh shit, like there was like really funny segments, like the segment where Cartman, you know, tries to give himself the flashback and he like electrocutes himself, like that was really funny. And um, he's in 1776, and uh, the the postal guy or the carriage boy or whatever is like, oh, I'm going to Thomas Jefferson's house and. Cartman just like grabs a piece of wood and beats him to death. Like. <laughs> beats him to death. <laughs> I forgot so that. Nonchalant. I, I forgot. So funny <laughs> that in the song he's like, uh, "What a special magic time, and it's all alive for me." I'm so glad Stan and Kyle are here. I hate those guys. <laughs> Seriously, seriously hate those guys. Hey, Stan and Kyle. <laughs> it, 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 it's Car- 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 Carbon's like, one of my favorite. <laughs> written characters of all time and this to me is one of the best underrated Cartman, Cartman super episode. underrated Cartman episode uh, and it's like you said Bloodbath it came right in like the right where they were hitting their strides dude where they were just firing on all cylinders man season 7 season like 6, 7, 8 are just they're all of them are really, really good, and this came like right in the middle of all that. It's just I, I love this episode. I've got the Wikipedia page pulled up, and I'm looking through. It. Like, yeah, like season season seven may be the best season that they've done, but like Probably. six, seven, and eight are phenomenal. Killers. That's where all my picks are from. We talked about the like the South Park movie as a musical and how like amazing it is as a musical, but this just like the little songs that are in the regular episodes of South Park are consistently great. Like they're great in the Simpsons. They're great in family guy. South Park also kills it with those, those little songs in, in like the normal episodes. Bloodbath and Alan hate those guys. <laughs> really hate Alan. Really fucking hate Alan. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Uh, good episode. Uh, Alan, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is uh, medicinal fried chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. And so yes. so this, is, uh, <clears throat> this is the latest episode that I have on my list, I think. I, I just looked them up. Um, so it came out in 2010, apparently. But this, is a, this one was a lot of fun. I remember when it came out. Um, it's essentially about 
this weird juxtaposition of KFC and medical marijuana in Colorado. And so Colorado simultaneously outlaws uh, fatty foods in uh, low-income areas, which, of course, is South Park, and um, legalizes medical marijuana. And so it's a, it's like a dual story. Randy Marsh trying to give himself, you know, just like a little bit of cancer by <laughs> sticking his balls in the microwave and sunbathing <laughs> and and applying long chemicals to himself. And then uh, and then the other story is Cartman, uh, who uh, they have this. It, it's sort of, you know, I mean, they the theme of the story is like kind of the silliness of criminalizing some drugs and not other drugs and uh, the way that different substances are treated. Uh, and so Cartman, they play off as having this addiction to KFC and, um, <laughs> you know, he freaks out when he finds out that they have closed all the KFCs and they have like methadone clinics for KFC addicts and they go in there and they get these little cups of gravy. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, and then as the story progresses, Cartman uh, becomes this Scarface character. And I mean, they take a lot of scenes from Scarface, the movie, um, scene by scene, and play them out in South Park with um, Cartman <laughs> being Tony Montana and drugs being uh, fried chicken and mashed potatoes and gravy um, and all those things. Um, I mean, it's it's just a, a fun episode. Randy Marsh bouncing around on his big hop along balls. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a good time. And so this is one of the later season episodes where I think that they it was a little bit on the nose what they were doing. And it was directly a social commentary, but it was still great. Um, so medicinal fried chicken, number three. It's a it's a great choice. Season 14, yeah. Yeah, Cartman burying his face into a mound of mashed potatoes is yeah. really funny. <laughs> yeah, I remember that episode, and that was good. I enjoyed that. And I got some KFC after the episode was over. Of course you did. Because you're a real fan. Bloodbath. Yeah. Did you did you eat the skins <laughs> first? <laughs> uh, I, I, oh, dude, I, I have something later on my list that has to do with Cartman eating fried chicken skins, I think. All right. <laughs> uh, but well, we won't talk about it. No, you got to be but, more specific. Well, which episode are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think there's several, unless I'm misremembering it, which is possible. But that uh, that episode was really good, and I, I remember watching that. I think that's about the time, like 2010, 2011, when I stopped watching South Park. Because the the episodes were beginning to become like way more hit and miss with me, but I do remember liking that one a lot. Yeah, that's the season that I kind of agree with David. Like that, that's like that's an era. Of, you know, those couple of years were like an era of the show where you know they were just a little bit hit and miss, and some episodes were you know really like raw and raunchy, like more than usual. And then some episodes, you know, like Alan saying, had very kind of on the nose satire and commentary and you know somewhere like real like non sequiturs and um also too i feel like that's like a starting like an era where like they really started focusing on like coming up with like creative like animation like randy and everybody bouncing on their like gigantic like hop along balls was like a really like weird image yeah to it was see. different and, like, yeah <laughs> yeah and like that's i feel like that was like an era where like they started doing that a lot more with the show like coming up with like weird 
things to animate and just animation styles and sequences and stuff like that, which are all like, they're cool. Like it's not a knock by any means, but I kind of feel like, you know, I can feel what Dave's saying for sure. That's like where it starts getting a little hit and miss for me too. I, I always wanted to know how the townsfolk felt like nine months later when they legalized recreational marijuana and they're just sitting there with their giant balls. <laughs> but if you remember at the end of the episode, he has, he has, they, they get fixed, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because at the end coat. of the episode, he, yeah, he gives his wife a scrotum coat. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, that's the most romantic thing they've ever done on the show. <laughs> she, she loves it. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, she's thrilled about it. Yeah. The scrotum coat. <laughs> uh so that was uh alan's number three medicinal fried chicken bloodbath what's your number three my number three is the season six episode aspen yes nice. very good aspen is one of my all-time favorite episodes of south park one of my all-time favorite episodes of television i think it's absurdly funny it's like unfair how funny it is again goes back to what i said about the simpsons and some other animated shows like they're always at their best when they're just a joke factory and that's exactly what aspen is um for anybody that's unfamiliar boys uh uh, this is uh during the era where kenny was dead and not like coming back so they were hanging out with butters has the fourth member so it's uh Cartman, Stan, Kyle, and Butters and all their parents go to Aspen for a ski weekend because they get roped into doing one of those um, timeshare free weekend type things. Uh, (laughs) And hilarity ensues. I'm not going to go through every detail, but it's fucking amazing. Uh, If anyone has ever seen the episode that came out uh, maybe like two or three seasons ago of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where they do the exact same thing. (laughs) <laughs> they make the same jokes. The entire show is a bunch of jokes about all the references to silly '80s movies. Um, mainly, uh, oh gosh, it's the John Cusack. It's they're really making fun of the John Cusack movie. It's um, say uh, say anything. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, say anything. That is it. Say no. It's another one. It's not say anything. It's um, Gremlins two. No, there's one like where he, like they the whole plot is like they go to like mountains and like it's a race down the mountainside with another yeah, skier. Gremlins anyway. Too. Yeah, oh, okay. Gremlins too. <laughs> Shut up, Aaron. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, the it's super funny. Uh, lots of like silly references. Are you going to, you know, if you French fry when you're trying to pizza, you're going to have a bad time. Um, uh, the ending of it is, is amazing when the nerdy girl, like, you know, she's like, well, I just showed him these and I like, you know, he lost the race and she lifts up her shirt. You think you're going to see her like boobs, but they're just these like little like creatures on her chest and arms and legs that talk like uh, in reference to Total Recall. Um, also, uh, if uh, if you watch it at the end of the episode, they uh, do a cover of uh, Take On Me. But it's the guy who does the voice of Mr. Slave singing it like a karaoke style. Like if anybody has it, go back and watch it. It's it's the funniest thing in the world to me. I laugh. Not I I think of that song, like him singing that song in my head every other day. Like his his voice, his affectation, just in a very like low quality, like lo fi like recording of like, you know, you know, talking away. You know, just it's so funny. Um the I don't know, the episode's just like the greatest, Aspen. So, Dave, when you edit that, I need you to edit in uh, after he says, 
I think I think about that every. I want you to say. I want you to cut me in saying time you masturbate. I had to run across the room to unmute myself. So I, just, I need a mulligan in this one circumstance. Give it to him, Dave. He deserves it. Give it to sure. him. Sure. Sure. All right. Okay. Yeah, dude. Aspen is like, Aspen was my number one. I'm going to switch it out because I had some, uh, some other contenders, <laughs> but Aspen was my number one. When I said, nice. uh, when I said my number one is the most quotable episode of the show, I think Aspen is the most quotable episode because of the, you know, pizza and French fries, like the, you're going to have a bad time. Like yeah. that line, uh, stand hey, little dude. Darsh. Stand <laughs> yeah. Darsh. Oh, stand I'm going to wipe the floor with you tomorrow, Darsh. Yeah, probably. So when they go to the when they go to the dance and they start playing that music, Butter starts doing his weird dance. Like <laughs> it's so good. Hey, little dude, you got some crap on. You got some crap right there. That's my face, sir. <laughs> and this goes back to what we were saying earlier about South Park being like satirical and like absolutely like nailing it. Like they they wanted to do like an '80s teen romantic comedy thing like you know they even have the yeah like whatever that guy's name is dad's gonna buy the park and shut it down and turn it into something like this and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and yeah. stan stan you're our only hope and stan's just like why like why am <laughs> yeah. i why am i in this position they that is also one of my favorite fucking episodes it's it's so funny <laughs> it's funny. hey little dudes i'm your ski ins- my name is thumper i'm gonna be your ski instructor <laughs> his name is thumper <laughs> And if we don't talk about him at all tonight, like I want to say that <laughs> Ike has this part in the episode where he's going peace, uh, and it just makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> yeah, when he he's the first person to test out the pizza and French fries thing, and he like he French fries when he's supposed to pizza, and that gives the li- like the famous line from the episode where he's like, Not- "See right there, <laughs> yeah. see right there, little dudes, you uh, if you pizza when you're supposed to French fry, you're gonna have a bad time." <laughs> yeah. I so I've never skied in my life. I've snowboarded many times, but I have taught three different people how to ski from that episode. Yeah, <laughs> you could be a ski instructor, Mo. Get out of Ohio, man. <laughs> Dude, I went skiing uh, a couple years ago for the first time, and you bet your ass I kept in the back of my head: pizza, French fry, pizza, yeah. French fry. Exactly, and it works. Yeah, I mean, I'm still alive. Hell yeah. Allegedly. Did you have a bad time? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I almost had a bad time because I French fried when I should have pizzaed. All right. See, there's no there's so. no French frying when you're supposed to pizza uh, for snowboarding, so I've had a couple concussions. Uh, yeah. From snow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so that was Aspen. Uh, Bloodbaths number three uh, also was my number one, though I'll be switching it out. So, Mo, what's your number three? Uh, my number three, like I said, are all they're all uh, newer episodes. But my number three is uh, season thirteen, episode six, Pinewood Derby. Uh, uh. So, what uh, <laughs> bad died? Dan is uh, competing in the Pinewood Derby. Randy's going to help him, uh, and Randy like hates their weird Cub Scout parent nemesis that always beats him. So he decides he's going to break into the large, large Hadron collider and steal a superconductor <laughs> um, and puts it into the, the car. Now, any good Cub Scout knows that you're not allowed to use anything that's not in the approved kit. Um, 
So Randy, Randy uh, teaches Stan about lying and how to lie and when it's okay to lie. Um, so they go, they check it out, which red flag to these den masters that that superconductor's clearly going to be pretty heavy. Uh, they should have noticed it. So so bad job refereeing this situation. Um, but so it, they put it down. It wins the race. It not only wins the race, it achieves warp speed and goes into space. <laughs> um, and there, there's a scene when that happens when everybody's like in awe of it and Randy just comes in and is like, oh, yeah, suck on that. This is just one of the funniest parts of the So then because because it goes into warp space, aliens come down. Uh and the alien that comes out is uh named Baby Fart McGee's ex. <laughs> and, and he's like tells this story about he's how he's on the run, he's got a uh spaceship full of space cash. And uh, needs them to rebuild something to get him to warp speed. Uh, subsequently, while they're trying to build it, and Stan's like, dude, we, we can't. We don't have another, you know, magic ball from the large Hadron Collider. Uh, Randy decides he's going to have Stan murder the alien, stabbing him in the neck to a gruesome death. They then go in, steal all the space cash, and distribute it to the world. Um... <laughs> The space cops come down, ask if they've seen Baby Fart McGee's ex. Uh, and there's like, no, no, I haven't seen it. And maybe the best line of the show is they're like, so, so this is the first time you've ever been contacted by alien life? Like, oh, yeah, yep, definitely the first time. Definitely haven't seen anybody else. And like, shouldn't this be a little more significant to you? And they're like, oh, yeah, wow, amazing. Um so it keeps going. I'm not going to go too much farther into it. They eventually, uh, the space cops catch them with the spacecraft after they've spent all the space cash uh, and decide that Earthlings are morons and this was all a test to see if they can be welcomed into the Galactic Federation of Planets. And they failed, so we are doomed to stay on Earth forever. Um. It, so when I love this show the most is when it goes completely absurd, but everybody just rolls with it. Like it's completely normal to everybody that this all happened and they're just working their way through it as they go. Um, it's, I, I think it's like so funny. It wasn't, I wouldn't have told you it was in my top three a month ago, but after we started looking at doing this, I was watching again and I watched it the other night and was just in tears. It's so funny. Yeah, and that sounds like, even though it's like a later episode, it sounds like it's still very much rooted in like, hey, these are, you know, they're fourth graders or whatever. They should, what do fourth graders do? Okay, Boy Scouts, Pinewood Derby. Let's do a Pinewood Derby episode. And then like, it spirals into absurdity after that. But like still very rooted in like, let's tell a story about something these kids might get into and then go from there. Yes, absolutely. Uh, first of all, screw the Pinewood Derby. Not the episode, but like in general, in life, like I fucking uh, hate uh, the Pinewood Derby. Everybody yeah, put I, on their I therapy caps. Bloodbath's got something to say. 
I hated it too, Bloodbath. I hated it too. How many how many times did you guys lose the Pinewood Derby though? Dude, I wasn't what? in the Boy Scouts. I was too busy getting pussy when I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did it exactly one time, but good for you, Aaron. <laughs> Yeah, I did Thanks, it. Mo. I think I think I did it one time, and I had a good time. I had a good time like building the car with my grandpa, but then racing it sucked. Yeah, yeah, because you had to sit around all day, and like you raced your car like once because your car stunk. Uh, yeah, exactly, and then, exactly. And then you had to watch everybody else race the car like nine times and get trophies and candy. Oh but, man, uh, you gotta add weight to those suckers, boy. It's not in the approved Ask, kit, Aaron. Yeah, I was gonna say. I Ask think that's like Ask cheating. Heft there, buddy. No, there's a weight limit. That's the issue. It's not what's in the approved kit. It's a weight limit. Damn, I'll make everybody feel bad. Okay, so the key is the key is like uh, whoever has whoever has kids, like anyone whose kids are doing the Pinewood Derby. The key is to get some like space aged materials you know low weight high uh, high power thrusters yeah, yeah. yeah. well n- i mean you're not going to get a superconductor in there but if you can like i don't know tap into some black matter or shit like that i don't know yeah that's antimatter key. that would that would probably do it yeah right okay season uh season 13 is kind of like that's a it's it's weird that you picked that episode. I think it's a decent episode. That season's really weird too, man. I'm looking at it on like on Wikipedia right now. Like the episodes are like real all over the place. Like there's like a really good one, then like two like really not good ones, and then another really good one. I don't, if anyone else got an episode from this season, I'll stop talking. But I I don't I I almost just picked season thirteen as a whole. I I think uh, I have a I have an honorable mention wow. from this list. I do have an honorable mention from this list that I used to would have said is my favorite episode. All right, then I, I won't say nothing else about it, but like, yeah, looking at the episodes on this season, I'm just like, damn, dude, these are like real, like, oh, yeah. But, but Bloodbath is so mean to our guests. <laughs> it's very <laughs> funny. <laughs> this is the last, this is one of the last seasons that I really uh, watched a whole lot. Cause I, I mean, I remember a couple of them from the list. In case someone brings them up later, I won't. Uh, won't bring yeah. it up, but I completely forgot about this episode. Yeah, same, same here. I, I mean, honestly, I'm not sure that I've ever seen it. I I might have because it was back when I was watching South Park mostly every week. But and like I recognize a lot of the other episodes now that I'm looking at season 13. But anyway, like I complete, I remembered the alien part, of, <laughs> but I had no idea what episode you were talking about when you were talking about the Pinewood Derby. <laughs> I mean, so it, it's I, I would say go rewatch it. It's still very funny. It still holds up. Oh, I will. All right. So that was Mo's number three, Pinewood Derby, and we're gonna go to my number two. Uh, my number two is called, which is the Caesar Milan episode. Uh, where Caesar Milan is brought in to train Cartman to obey, uh, because he, he like he's he's such a horrible kid that he's sent multiple babysitters like just completely insane, like institutionalized insane, and so they bring in the dog whisperer to teach Cartman uh, to be good. And I think, tell me if I'm remembering this wrong. I think this is another episode where Ch- Cartman eats all the chicken skin from KFC and that's like 
something that drives his mom crazy? I don't Maybe. think so. I don't know. Anyway, that could be right, could be wrong. He, Like we said, there's multiple times throughout the show where Cartman is all about that chicken skin. But this episode is extremely funny to me, just like the way that they bring in a dog trainer to get <laughs> Cartman to behave. And they, they do like that pinch his neck and like that to get him yeah. to uh, to calm down. I just remember laughing my ass off watching that episode for the first time. And then like, I've seen it a few times since then. And it's always been one that's just like stuck in my head as like, they took a weird concept, like the dog whisperer, which is, I don't know if he's still doing stuff or people really still pay attention to what he's doing. I know he got outed for like, not actually like being a professionally trained dog trainer. He was just like a TV guy. I think. And he was just like letting dogs bite him and shit. People who actually train dogs are people who actually train dogs are all like, do not follow this guy's advice. He he's it's a TV show. Um, Cause I used to be in that, like, you know, the world of raising dogs more than I am now. But anyway, that episode is fucking good. And they took like a really weird niche celebrity and made a hilarious episode out of it. Uh, having him train Cartman. So that's my number two. My favorite part of that episode is I I think it's the same episode they bring in like they, they were kind of like talking about like uh, how they bring in British nannies to like yeah, make yeah, children behave well. One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they bring in that British lady and uh, Cartman just like she like gets down into his face like telling him no and he just spits into her open mouth. And, yeah. And later in the episode, <laughs> it like it like cuts to her and she's like. I think she's in like a straight jacket or like eating her yeah. own shit or something like yeah. that. And he like he had driven her to the point of insanity. Yeah. That's like is, I said, he, he just like, <laughs> he drew, he just broke her brain entirely in within like, you know, five minutes of her being in the house. So they're like, fuck it. We're bringing a dog trainer to get this kid under control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a funny one, man. I mean, I it's definitely definitely wouldn't have even made it probably wouldn't have made my top ten because it's just not one that like I ever like think about that often. Um, but like I I think going back now, like I I I think the idea behind it is really funny. Like you said, like they bring in like all the different nannies and like he just completely like crumbles them and um, yeah, I don't know. It's like Cartman, like Aaron said earlier, Cartman is a really interesting character, and I think that sometimes when they do an episode that's about him, it can be like a little uncomfortable or a little like hard to get through just because like he is such an asshole, but like sometimes there's something really funny at the other end. Yeah. Definitely. So that was also my just number a, two. Go it's, ahead. it's a great name for an episode. Just Yeah. Yeah, it's T S S T is the name of the episode. Really good. So that was my number two, the Caesar Milan Dog Whisperer episode titled Aaron, what's your number two? All right. My number two is let me see what season this from. All right, my number two is from uh season five, and it's Butter's very own episode. Uh, yes. <laughs> this, so uh, I'll do really quick synopsis. Uh, basically, uh, Butters finds out that his dad has been going to gay bathhouses uh, and cheating on his wife with other men. And his <laughs> <laughs> it is, his mom finds out and 
Butter's parents' relationship <coughs> absolutely crumbles, and they become insane people. Uh, so uh, Butter's mom, uh, having the thread in her brain uh, cut in half, uh, decides to try and kill Butter's uh, by driving a car into a lake and letting him drown. Uh, and then Butters <laughs> has to make his way back to his house and they resolve all their familial shit by basically being like, oh, my God, we miss you so much, Butters. We're going to work this out. Uh, and the entire episode, Butters is just so excited to go to Bennigan's with family, which is also very get a, funny. Get a blue cheese burger. Blue cheese bacon <laughs> cheeseburger. He's so excited to even when he's like walking down that strange road, and the guy's like, "Ah, you don't want to go down that road. That road's built from the bones of Chinese immigrants." And you're just like, "Holy fuck, what?" Uh, and Butters is like to calm himself down. He's singing like the Bennigan's commercial song. He's like, "Let's <laughs> all go to Bennigan's." Uh, two things. One, my girlfriend in college. Uh, didn't really like South Park, but she loved Butters. Uh, and we watched like four or five episodes and she's like, this show is immature and stupid. And then I showed her Butters' very own episode. And she was like, I fucking love this show now. Uh, and <laughs> when I was in high school, I was babysitting my cousins and they I, I was like 18. They were like, you know, 12 and 11. And they were like, Aaron, can we watch South Park tonight? Will you let us watch South Park with you? And I was like, yeah, I don't care. And a new episode was Butters' very own episode, <laughs> which is very, very funny. <laughs> And I, I really like the cuts where he was like, where, you know, how they would transition from scene to scene and be like, everyone knows it's Butters. And then Butters would pop up and be like, yeah, yeah, that, that's me. Uh, but <laughs> Butters is one of my favorite characters in the show. Uh, and this episode was kind of like his. And I, I don't know if it was before or after Kenny, quote unquote, died permanently. Uh, but it was the first time that, like, they had done an episode about another child like like centralized the episode around another child in their school that was really really good i think it was like that in that pip episode uh but yeah they, no that's that's all that that episode's awesome butters is an awesome character and uh so yeah number two uh butters very own episode it was the episode right after kenny dies yeah <laughs> that's funny i didn't know that <laughs> that's very funny <laughs> that's good timing it, it, it and it it works so perfectly because like it's you just listed it out like some of the heaviest things they've done on the show like his mom tries to murder him while weeping and and uh, and i i was very like cool about how i explained that it is ab like the first like 10 or 15 minutes of that episode are almost like a tragedy like you're like you're watching a drama. Like his parents' relationship is crumbling because his dad is fucking guys. And like, I think it's funny how South Park has a gay bathhouse, even though they're only supposed to be the size of like Covington, Ohio. Yeah, there's <laughs> like, like there's like 200 people that live in the town. And they, right. they, have, they have every single facility. Yeah, rhinoplasty. <laughs> um, but but so it's so heavy, right? But because it's butters, he's like ah oh, hamburgers. Like it's yeah. hilarious. It's exactly. Like, like, like it just it works like on that because of that. It's so good. Because the entire time he doesn't understand what's happening, right? You know, yeah. he follows his dad to the bathhouse and kind of just sees him in there. He's like, Why well, is dad wrestling with those other guys? And then he says that to his mom. <laughs> And it's like he's only there because like his mom once asks him to like follow his dad around so she can get him the perfect like anniversary or anniversary present. <laughs> he's right. like, "Oh yeah, boy, I can't wait to do that. Go to bed, kids." 
It's, Inspector it's... Butters is on the case. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's such a funny episode, man. And Butters is such a good character in the show. This mm-hmm. was in a part. This was in a part of the show's run. Where, I mean, and it was a long part of the show's run. Where, like, I, in my opinion, every single episode was really, really it's funny. Great. Yeah. Like, dude. I, again, I'm. It's. I've got it pulled up here. Like, I. Like, I almost at the end of this episode, we should just like read off like a handful of these like episodes from this like era. Like, Jesus Christ, there's so many good ones. Like one after another. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so like, I don't know. I maybe it was like I got. It, I mean, it's definitely part of like the way the show was built changed when they started going more topical. But like, I started to watch it and just be like, you know, that's two weeks in a row. I thought both episodes sucked, and like, am I gonna watch next week? And then the next one would be like fun, and I'd laugh, and then the next the one after that I wouldn't like, and so I started to like, you know, fall off of it. And it's I don't know. It's kind of it lasted a long time before I got to that point longer than most shows can. And I feel like every show that's on this long kind of goes through a period where they're like, we're going to kind of shake this up and do something different. Like we talked about, it's always sunny a few episodes ago where they had a kind of like transition period where they were trying to figure out like, what's the show going to be from now. And I thought that transition period was really bad. And then they like got their groove again and started making good shit again. So like maybe I just stopped watching South Park during that like that transition period cuz the stuff before was just consistently great. Yeah, they definitely did that and it's it's definitely like a show that has eras, right? Yeah, um, 100%. And because their their most recent one like last like 4 years, once they decided to maintain continuity it's been way different. So they just decided like four right. years ago, it's not going to reset and it's just going to build on itself. And they're kind of like figuring out where it goes. And there's some that stink. Like I'm not going to sit here and say every single one's a heater, but there's, it, it's led to some really funny stuff. So that was Aaron's number two, which was butter's very own episode. Alan, what is your number two? My number two is Casa Bonita. Very yes. good. Um, yeah. Rad is going to be so happy you talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. This one's great. So when I was going through, when I, because I haven't watched South Park, I guess. I watched it during, you know, the, the whole 2020 everybody stays at home all day thing um, is when I caught up on it. So I haven't watched a ton of South Park recently. And uh, when I was going through these lists, I I essentially made mine by what episodes I remembered the best, because those are obviously the ones that I liked the most. Um, and I had two that far and away, way beyond, like medicinal fried chicken, whatever, way far number three to my number two, Casa Bonita, that is, you know, pretty much interchangeable with my number one. But so Ca- Casa Bonita is... Uh, the story about Kyle's birthday, right? He's allowed to take three friends to Casa Bonita, this Mexican restaurant in Denver. They're all going to go and, and have a good time. They've got, you know, cliff divers and Sopapilla and you raise this little flag and they bring <laughs> more. 
You got Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, he tells him this, and Cartman's really excited because it's his favorite place in the world. And Kyle's like, well, I said three friends. You're not coming. I'm taking butters um, because you're a dick. And Cartman (laughs) obviously can't stand this. So the first thing he does is he tries to convince Kyle he's nice. And it it's one of my favorite Kyle quotes. It's Cartman. That's putting on a nice sweater. That's not being nice. Um, <laughs> my profile picture on Facebook was Cartman wearing a nice sweater for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Cartman just, he just doesn't understand. So he does that and he tries to, he pretends Jimmy was, you know, I watched this episode because when I thought of it, I was like, I have to watch this shit um but he's you know kyle walks up in the hallway at school and uh he pretends jimmy was talking about having sex with kyle's mom and he beats up jimmy um in the hallway and then (laughs) kyle asks him he thinks that beating up a handicapped kid is being nice and i i mean the whole it's it's front to back but anyway so the the main story is that Cartman decides the only way he's going to get to go is if he if Butters doesn't go. And so he convinces Butters that an asteroid's going to hit the planet. Hides him in Jimbo's bunker. Um and then the whole town looks for him. So Cartman has to move him. Convinces him that the asteroid hit and that everybody are cannibal zombies now. And so he hides him in an old refrigerator at a gas station that gets taken <laughs> to the dump. Where Butters tries to recreate society. Um, <laughs> also, another quote when I was watching it today, I totally forgot about this one. But Cartman tells him when he's down in the bunker that if he doesn't come back, it's going to be up to Butters to repopulate the planet. And Butters says, Well, how am I supposed to do that? I'm down here all alone. And Cartman says, With your wiener, duh. (laughs) (laughs) When that that lady finds him, the first thing he does is pulls down his pants. (laughs) And and he had had built buildings at the dump, like a library and a school, and he had another one that he was putting up that he told her was going to be a bed again. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, full stop, it's a great episode. Eventually... The police do come and arrest Cartman, um, so it's it's really good. Anyway, number two, Casa Bonita. Yeah, at the end he like speed runs Casa Bonita, <laughs> like he, like he yeah. does the scrapeas and he dances and he jumps off the water. He does it in like fifteen seconds. Before he <laughs> and they don't they drag him out, and he's just like so satisfied with the experience of doing. He all knows that. he made the right decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good episode. Fun fact: uh, There's a really cool YouTube video uh, of the real life cast of Benita, uh, and it's pretty insane. And Trey Parker oh, and Matt Stone they bought, bought it. That. They, yeah, they yeah, own they it. Just, yeah. Um. Dude, like, uh, that's one of my favorite episodes, man. I I didn't put it on my list because I I was all I was so confident somebody else was gonna have it on there, so I just left it off. But um, yeah, yeah, dude, I I love that episode. The every, everything is just a build up to that like last two minutes where he like speed runs through Caspanita. But like you you said this, and I kind of thought it like it is like this is a really neat idea for like an episode of South Park. Like the main premise is that like Kyle doesn't consider Cartman his friend. 
Like right. it's sort of like beneath the surface the entire time, and then they just like bring it out. Like really, make, I mean, that's really the heart of the episode. Is that you know, that, you know, one, you know, Kyle per- Cartman perceives them all to be friends, but Kyle doesn't feel that way. And like it's just, I think it's a really interesting uh, dynamic to in like a, a, a neat idea for story, man. Um, yeah, because like you can understand it too. Yeah, that idea comes up from time to time throughout the show that like Cartman's an asshole and the other kids like don't really like him and kind of like that idea that your friends um your friends when you're like that little are not necessarily like the people that you vibe with the best it's like the kids in your neighborhood are your friends uh until you get to a certain age so like they they bring that up all the time where like Cartman hangs out with them but they don't like Cartman that much like they'll like be nice to him and they'll include him and like if he's in trouble they'll sometimes like decide to go help him but they don't like yeah he's such a dick and they call him out on it and they're like dude we don't like you're not a, you're not my friend you're not coming to my birthday party which which is like the nuclear option as a child like yeah. that yes. that is that is like <laughs> the thing you can hang over somebody else's head forever is like oh yeah well you're not coming to my birthday yeah exactly no but you're going to casa bonita (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a good uh good episode so that was casa bonita and that was alan's number two bloodbath what's your number two uh my number two i just again i i love this episode and i almost don't i almost didn't really even want to put it on the list because there's so many other episodes i wanted to, to mention I feel like I really do have to throw this one out there just because I think it's important. So uh, my number two is season nine episode, uh, season nine, episode five, the losing edge. Um, Great episode, man. Great. This is the one where uh, the boys are uh, being forced to play baseball. It's the final game of the season and they win and to their uh, horror and dismay, they have to go to the postseason, and they hate baseball, which I can totally relate to. And they're being forced to play it because their parents are living vicariously through them. And every team they play, they even though they are trying to, their best to lose the game, the other team hates baseball just as much, and they uh, end up losing. So uh, the kids of South Park keep going on to the next uh, round, and all the while. Uh, Randy is getting drunk and getting in fights with different dads at the stadiums and getting arrested <laughs> while running around in his underwear. You know, I'm sorry, I thought it was America. Oh, it's America. Um, oh, that's that episode. Okay. Yeah. We, 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 yep. still, we still do this to that, or we still oh, do that yeah. to yeah. this day. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought this was a top three podcast. <laughs> <laughs> New trend. <laughs> um, I picked this episode because again makes me laugh nonstop every time I watch it. Um, it's really funny. Uh, but I also picked it because, like, to me, this is the beginning of the Randy Marsh era of South Park. Correct. Absolutely right. Yes. Yes. This is when they figured out that he should be the main character. And they've said <laughs> plenty of times, like they they their favorite character is Randy Marsh. Like they feel like they relate the most to Randy Marsh. And like, you definitely see it they from this right. point on. Like they, they write so much more to him. He gets to be so 
over the top and crazy and wild and his performances are so fucking good from this point on and like it all starts here and it's and rightfully so i mean it hit like the stuff with the kids playing baseball like you know that's the more the premise like there's not a whole lot of jokes to to mine from that but like good lord man they like just randy sells it so his story is so good and like the part that always like you know the end of it when he's like punching the other when he's fighting bat dad he's like he's got the high pitch voice like oh doing it like it's so funny and then um like right before that like when he's having one of his like uh rocky like training montages he like comes into the bedroom and Sharon's sleeping and he's like, I'm not going to the game. And she's like, why not? He's like, he, he just starts screaming at her. He's like, cause I'm scared. Okay. <laughs> 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 and like her reaction is like, Oh, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Like she thinks he's having a, like, like a mental episode. And it's so good, dude. I just love it. Like Randy and Sharon's relationship sometimes is so good. And like, Again, man, like this is this is where it all starts, and I just I fucking love it, man. The Losing Edge. I I also Full just I, my number one. Oh, okay. oh let's, nice. keep, let's keep let's keep going. Hell I yeah. mean, best, best episode of South Park there has ever been. I'm sorry, I thought this was America. <laughs> um, He's I mean, constantly in his whitey tighties too. Like, it's great. Well, so, bleeding. He has. <laughs> He has a whole he has a whole routine. He sits there at the game, he starts trash talking, scopes out the guy at every game, uh, <laughs> winds up throwing a beer at him, and then pulling off his shirt and saying, What do you want to do? What you gonna do? And then it starts. I mean, uh, this is this is peak Randy Marsh. This is the best Randy Marsh episode. I totally agree. Randy Marsh is the best character on South Park, the funniest character on South Park. The kids stuff, it's funny. They're all trying to lose. We get it. Everybody just wanted to hang out with their friends during the summer. They didn't want to go travel around playing baseball. Funny enough. But Randy it is, Marsh. It, it I, is very I mean, funny that they suck at sucking. Like that's that's just funny. Like the other it team is. is also trying to lose. They're like, no, we're way better at losing than you, even though yeah. they're also in the championship. It's like, all right, I don't know about all that, kid. Yeah, they use like the the greatest analytics to to be worse. <laughs> and I, I, the introduction of Kyle's cousin Kyle as well. Oh, is it? Not, it's not it the is. introduction, but they bring nope, they bring him back. Yeah, it's like the okay. first time he's got like a like a like a role. I will say, and I don't want to. I'll, I'll let you guys talk about my favorite part of that episode is like Bloodbath mentioned the uh, training montage, and uh, Randy wakes up in the morning and he like walks out to the kitchen and he like cracks two eggs like into a cup, and so you think he's gonna drink it, but instead he pours it into a frying pan, and starts drinking a beer. <laughs> very very funny. But you're right. Th this is. I didn't think of the like I like I, I saw it and I was like that's a good episode I'm not going to put it on my list but like to me if there is an argument for why we should be talking about it it is like everybody like the audience's introduction to Randy Marsh outside of I'm a geologist you know they they really go like full swing into okay this is who Randy Marsh is this is this is what yeah. he does and it never stopped you know I'm not going to say the Randy's Florida the Florida man of Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> and like 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 I said, I'll never be the person that's like, oh, Randy Marsh is like the best character in the show. But what he was at the beginning versus like what he is now, I'm just I'm going to stop 
everybody should play both South Park video games. That's all I'm saying. Randy's yep. very like his best is when he's in those video games. He kills me every time. Yeah, we Ooh. talked about the uh, we talked about the South Park movie, and I almost brought up, but South Park: The Stick of Truth and South Park: The Fractured Butthole, is, they're both great, phenomenal, uh, great games. If you great have games. a if you have a Switch, if you have a PC that can play games, if you have a a, a PlayStation, anything like that, you got to play those if you like South Park. They are so good. Like it's they are those games are like uh, they're like like Final Fantasy basically but South Park and it's everything you like about the show is in those games and they do it so well it's not like the shitty N64 South Park game don't I mean don't get mad hey. guys that game hey. sucked it was fun hey. but it sucked toilet paper game. launcher yeah it's, anyway, it sucked shut up it's a it's a bad game but those two South Park games uh, for like the most recent ones they're fantastic so that was what was that episode called? I forget the what. Losing edge. The losing edge. So that was bloodbaths number two. The losing and edge. Side note: Just to be that guy. Uh, Kyle's cousin uh, first made the appearance in season five, episode eleven. The entity. Nerd. Yeah. Well. <laughs> nerd. Nerd. No bloodbath. This is why you're here, baby. Yeah. Kyle's cousin Kyle is one of my favorite like side characters that comes like once every two seasons. And a uh, very funny boss fight in the video games. A yeah. very fun boss fight. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Yes. So, Mo, what is your number two? So, my number two, uh, I told you one of, one of the more recent ones. This is actually the last episode of the show that they made. That's uh, not like one of the two specials. So, season 23, episode 10, Christmas Snow. Um, I, I doubt any of you have seen this. Uh, have you? It's yeah, literally no. the last episode of the show. So it's, I honestly think it, it might be the funniest episode they've ever done, but the conceit is it's the Christmas time. They're at, you know, one of their town Christmas celebration assemblies and Santa goes up on stage and gives a PSA against drunk driving. Uh, just a basic like, Hey, let's not drive drunk during the holidays. And he gets booed off the stage, right? Everybody's <laughs> wasted. They're like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> the one line, the one line, I actually watched it right before this because I hadn't seen it in a while. But he, the, somebody in the crowd goes, This is like listening to that damn Greta chick. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> very, very, and literally all he's like, he's like, Hey, maybe, maybe don't drive drunk. Um, so, anyways, Santa, and it doesn't say that Santa does it, but it's Santa's magic. The next morning they wake up and there's a county ordinance against the sale of alcohol. Uh, and everybody freaks out. And after a long time of despair, the mayor goes to Randy, who at this point is running Tegrity Farms, uh, the marijuana farm. And she's like, hey, people could really use some weed to pick up their spirits. Everybody's kind of down with all this, this whole booze thing. So he tries to figure out what he can do and decides that he's just going to do uh, cocaine-coated uh, marijuana is what he's going to sell everybody. Um, and he does it and everybody's all excited. And, and then the, uh, mayor goes, Hey, yeah, this is incredible. Everybody's in a great mood. What's in it. He's like, Oh yeah, that's, that's cocaine. Um, and she goes nuts. Like cocaine's illegal. And he goes, wait, what it is. Uh, and then is like, Oh, give me a minute. Goes through this montage where he does the whole, like legalize it thing. 
and gets cocaine <laughs> legalized. Um, so then Santa comes back, realizes that everybody's just stoned and is like, marijuana? Like, you know, I, I took away your booze. You guys are just a bunch of stoners. So he magically passes a county ordinance to uh, ban marijuana. So then they start selling uh, marijuana-free Christmas snow, which is just a jar full of cocaine. Um, and everybody's hopped <laughs> up on coke. So Santa's last resort is he, uh, the Grinch style, steals everybody's coke, right? And he's hauling it up the mountain. Randy runs him down on a snowmobile. And he's like, no, 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 Santa, you, you just got to try it. Like, it's really good. <laughs> and, and, like, Santa fights them, fights them, and then eventually tries, like, you know what? That's that's pretty damn good. And, and, he, and he's, he agrees with them. And then Jesus shows up. And the same thing happens. And they get Jesus to try. He's like, oh, you know what? You're, you're right. This is really clean. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then Jesus miracles that uh, cocaine is just going to snow down onto everybody who's outside. And uh, everybody lives happily ever after. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> it is... Like I, it's one, like, so there are a lot of recent ones that I would say, you know, maybe they're not the greatest. This is legitimately for 30 minutes. You'll just laugh the entire time. Cause it's so absurd. And all these people want to do is get really fucked up. Cause they have to deal with their families and get through the holidays. And of course, in the meantime, drive and wreck everywhere. It's insane. Um, but it's, it's very, very funny. And it is one of those like, Kind of topical, kind of not, but just like the townsfolk are idiots and that's what this is. And they're going to do whatever they can to get messed up. It's very funny when it, that when when you said that uh, Jesus makes cocaine snow over South Park, my very first thought was, oh, Charlie Sheen got a boner somewhere in the world. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know yes. why. It just happened all of a sudden. Like, yeah. like zero to you know 90 degrees yeah yeah like i i need something looser that to wear on the bottom <laughs> part of my body <laughs> yeah yeah i haven't seen uh haven't seen that episode like i said i haven't watched any episode of south park probably since 20 definitely not since i moved to korea so not since 2015 have i watched any recent episode so yeah that sounds uh it sounds funny and it sounds like they thought of like you know, a nice mix of semi-current events. Not quite, like, current. Because I, I, when you said Greta Thunberg, I was like, ah, oh, did they make, like, a whole episode about no, that? No, it's, it's that literally the only lame. reference to her. Yeah, I but, was going to yeah. say, that sounds super very lame. Funny. And I'm, I'm glad they didn't do an entire episode on that. So, yeah, cool. Yeah. I, I recommend you guys check it out. Like, it's worth it. Like, I wouldn't say you need to watch the rest of them. Just go watch that one. It's very funny. So what was that episode called? It's called Christmas Snow. Okay, so that was Mo's number two called Christmas Snow. And we're going to get into number ones, but before we do, we'll hear a word from our sponsor. Hey everybody, before we do our number one picks, we'd like to talk to you about that magical drink, the one that makes this podcast possible. That's right, we're talking about coffee. At a top three podcast, we are in way different time zones, and we record super late at night for, the, for most of us, actually. 
and coffee is what makes it all tick. We're proud to share with you one of our favorite local roasteries, Barbell Brew. Barbell Brew provides single origin coffee beans that are air roasted in small batches on location in Troy, Ohio, and they're available for shipping nationwide. Check them out at barbellbrew.com where you can find pre-ground or whole bean coffee in several different varieties, or sign up for their Coffee of the Month program for a curated caffeination experience. We also have an exclusive deal for our listeners, 20% off your first order using the promo code TOP3 at checkout. That's the promo code TOP3, that's the number three in there, at checkout, 20% off your first order. Barbell Brew also has a really cool program called Coffee for a Cause, where each month they donate a percent of their profits to a different charity. So follow them at Barbell Brew Coffee Roasters on Facebook and at Barbell Brew Coffee on Instagram. And check our episode description for links to those pages and their website so you can get your coffee on. Support local coffee roasters and taste the difference. All right, back to those number ones. My number one, which we're getting into number one. So these, I mean, I don't know how you guys are going. If you're going with like episodes that are really well known or like your personal favorite, that's maybe not as well known. This one, my number one, which it was my number two before Aspen was taken. So this one got moved up into number one, but I'm very happy with it being at the top. It is Make Love, Not Warcraft. My number one South Park episode. Yeah, one of the best. I'm so glad you made it. Same. So for those who haven't seen it, this is the episode where the boys get hooked on World of Warcraft and there is a another player in the game world who is like super, super strong and just keeps killing them and basically making their game experience miserable. And so they kind of band together. They have another, you know, training montage. This is a um, <laughs> this is a, a trend with our lists here. That's at least three episodes where they have a montage um, but the training montage is like video game grinding. So they're just like killing rats out in the forest for like hours and hours and hours. And they band together. The, the uh, if I was watching this episode um, yesterday and like the employees at Blizzard have like this secret, you know, cut content weapon from the game uh, called the Sword of a Thousand Truths. That's it's, uh, and they have like this dramatic <laughs> reveal of like here it is, the Sword of a Thousand Truths, and it's just like a USB stick. <laughs> it, has, it has one of the funniest uh, gags or like jokes in the the series, to, or, like in the show to me, because Randy's computer is broken and he has a World of Warcraft character, so he has to go to like I think it's like Best Buy, I think, and use one of the computers there. Uh, to like give the weapon to Stan so that they can kill that other player and he like he like makes it just at the last second it's like this dramatic and like this is all done in the World of Warcraft like graphics so like you're watching a video game not the show when he's doing this but it's like this dramatic pass of the weapon so that they can complete their quest and Randy dies and he's like yelling like Ugh! 
and then it cuts it cuts back to south park and he's just doing it in the best vibe when he's by himself (laughs) it's super funny because you like you've been in the video game graphics for so long you kind of like are used to that and you forget that this is like south park so then they hard cut and randy's just in best buy by himself like doing this like long drawn out dying death noises so and uh I don't know this this episode just has so many really good quotes like they're talking about like how to beat this player this like MMO god and they're like how do you kill that which has no life like this game <laughs> this guy just that plays World that of guy. Warcraft 18 hours a day <laughs> so yeah I and like I think this is one of the most famous episodes of South Park like I think those early seasons have a lot of um a lot of like really really great episodes but not a whole lot that kind of like transcend outside of super south park fans you know like if you ask the the average person who watches south park sometimes what's your favorite episode i don't know that they would be able to pull out casa bonita or aspen or something like that but people know this episode the warcraft episode so kind of combination i really love the episode but also like that transcending outside of the just South Park fans makes it my number one. And it's really cool because they like address video games to a degree in earlier episodes, but this is like the very first one that they tackle at, at like the forefront of it. Uh, I love this episode. It's definitely on my short list of honorable mentions. I think it is the latest episode of South Park that I would have ever considered for my list, which I believe it's season 10. Uh, yeah, I think it's season nine or ten. Um, but the that whole transition or that whole scene where like uh, Randy is in the game and he has to give the sword to Stan. My or my favorite part is he like rolls his character up. He's like, Stan, I can help you. I have the sword of a thousand truths. He's like, and Stan's like, quick, give it to me. And Randy's like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, how, how do I do this? And Stan's like, go to my inventory. Yeah, Good yeah, inventory. Right. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> just very, very, very funny. And I and it was also one of those episodes where like Randy is trying really hard to like make a connection with his son, uh, which is an ongoing theme uh in the show. And you know, I was this before the losing edge or after the losing edge? Does anybody know off the top of their head? After. After. Okay. After, yeah. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. Totally fair. So a uh, point moot. But yeah, Dave, this is one of the, my favorite episodes. I mean, Carmen has his mom bring down like a bedpan so he can shit into it. <laughs> yeah. While, not while not still just killing has level his mom bring boards. it down. He just screams, Mom! Bathroom! <laughs> and he just, and he just spray all shits over pan, all over the floor, her all hands over and her. forearms. Yeah, it's, all it's, over. it's all over her like <laughs> face and chest. Oh, dude. Hey, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, and as he, I, I watched this. Uh, I watched this yesterday. As he's just like spray shitting all over her, she's like, "Ooh, that's a big one, honey. What a good boy." <laughs> <laughs> Lee, we're not gonna talk about her a lot, but Leanne Cartman is a very, very funny character. <laughs> she's really funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so. isn't Randy's character like you know this super over the top like the hot chick too in the game? Uh, no, I think I think no, that's Kenny. It's... His character has like a, a like a blue and black. I think it's Kenny who's the hot chick. Okay, yeah. Another another quote, and I like I think about this a lot when I play games because it like as people know who've listened to the show, the games are my my favorite, like by far my favorite form of entertainment. So 
there's this quote in there where after they kill that guy, they're like, so what do we do now? And Cartman's like, we play the game. <laughs> and, and I think about that all the time, like, because in games, sometimes there's like, you know, menial bullshit you have to get through before you can actually get to the enjoyable part. And I'm like, now we play the game. So, yeah, great, great episode. Love it so much. Um, the the one thing that was weird watching it, uh, people who don't really follow video game stuff might not know, but there's a huge controversy with Blizzard right now. And in the episode, the Blizzard employees are like, kind of like heroes, you know? And it was kind of weird watching that, knowing that, well, actually the Blizzard employees that are in the episode are probably fine, but the like the higher-ups at Blizzard are like embroiled in controversy. Like the worst. Workplace, like sexual harassment and horrible workplace culture controversies. Everyone's quitting because they're finding out that like so many of these higher-ups are just shitty, shitty fucking people. So that was kind of weird, but still great great episode yeah it almost made me want to play world of warcraft almost so that was my number one make love not warcraft aaron what's your number one i'm very excited nobody said this i love this episode so so much uh my number one is and i gotta look at the season again it's from season seven uh and it is christian rock hard Um, (laughs) yes yes (laughs) yeah that's so good so so the basic concept of this of this episode is that the boys have a band and they have a disagreement and Cartman moop. based yeah moop it moop is the name of their band which is very very very, <laughs> yeah. very funny uh, but they they're in a band and they have this disagreement and Cartman and I think it's Stan or Kyle they make a bet as to which band can get a platinum album first and Cartman says that he could easily get a platinum album before them so what Cartman decides to do is put together a uh, Christian rock band because he thinks that Christians are easily manipulated uh, and that they will give him his money as long as he talks about Jesus and God. Uh, and it works out for him. Uh, they become a really, really huge uh, Christian rock band. Uh, Faith Plus One is their name. Uh, <laughs> and they get all the way to the top of the Christian rock world only to find out that you cannot get a platinum album as a Christian rock band. The highest album title you can obtain is Mer. Murr. It's like gold, gold, it's like gold, frankincense, and myrrh. You can go double myrrh. <laughs> uh, so, a couple of things from this episode that really, really make me, uh, like I said, I, I, I think they do a really good job of just like shitting on every religion as a whole, uh, and uh, they do, they, they all like, you know, as, as much of like a Christian as uh, Cartman makes himself out to be, uh, he really is like the antithesis of everything uh, that they stand for, and this really comes out in this episode. Uh, a couple of my favorite moments, one, uh, they're trying to shoot like a rock album, like an album cover for their band, and uh, Cartman's like, uh, trying to get everybody into frame. He's like, all right, now you guys have to look away like you don't care. Every good rock album cover has <laughs> everybody's looking off camera. So they don't care. And every time they're about to take a picture, Butters goes, cheese, which is very, very, very funny to me. Um, some of the songs that they make are super duper funny. Uh, Cartman has this part where uh, he has Butters and Token in the band and they're like, okay, so how are we going to do this? He's like, no guys, it's really, really easy. You just take regular songs and then you replace the words like baby and honey with Jesus. And he's like, I need you in my life. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing. He has a song 
called the body of like they have a little montage or like a little like commercial where it's like the best of faith plus one like old commercial in the 90s and he has the song called the body of christ it's like the body of christ a swimmer's body all muscled up and toned it's just basic it's it's just like all the songs are like overtly sexual like uh even like the guy who uh is in charge of like their manager is like no no he's like He's like, yeah, it seems like you guys really love Jesus. And Carmen's like, yes, yes, we really love Jesus. He's like, well, I mean, I I think it's more like you're in love with Jesus. And Carmen's like, love Jesus? In love with Jesus? Is there any difference? And like, (laughs) going, I'm going to stop talking about it because I can just quote it all day. Uh, But uh, Christian Rockhard is my favorite episode of South Park. No episode makes me laugh more. Uh, Heavy Cartman, heavy butters, and a very good episode with token as like one of the main characters. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Number one, Christian rock hard. Yeah. We've been over this. You're black. <laughs> <laughs> go down to your basement. There'll be a base. <laughs> I don't know how to play. God no, you'll damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Thank you. Also. Awesome. Jesus. Also, the episode with Phil Collins, right? That is. Is that a different one? I think that's a different one. That's okay. That that that's a different one, but also very very funny because yeah. they shit on Phil Collins because he won an Oscar uh, for Tarzan over their Oscar for the South Park movie. So they were like, you know what? Phil Collins is a fucking dick. Let's make an episode <laughs> about how big of a dick Phil Collins is. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, those those Faith Plus One songs are so good. Like just we've talked about it. This is like the, you know, hundredth time we've talked about it, but the musical, like the music writing talent of Trey and Matt is like so awesome. good. It's awesome. They're they they crush it every time they have a song for the episode, they crush it. And I just want to feel you deep inside me, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Like I can't, and my favorite part of the uh, one of my favorite parts is like they're in the room and they're like accusing Cartman of like you know making money and not really loving Jesus, and he's like, I swear, if I've ever done anything just for the money, may God strike me down right now. And Butters just kind of like steps away. From away. Him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, like I said, it's 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 very good. It's right again, right in that middle era of South Park where they were just hitting every fucking episode. I just. It makes me laugh. It's the only one I went back and rewatched before we did this episode because I was like, this is probably my favorite episode. Yeah, it, it's very good. And I, I forgot about that one when I was making my list. But like, as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, how did I forget the Christian Rock episode? It's a classic. Please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what was the title of that episode? Christian Rockhard, it's Christian which is Rockhard. also very fun. They also do a very yeah. good job of making offensive titles without being like, uh, <laughs> what, what, what's uh, yeah, the fractured butthole, like yeah. you know, the Christian Rockhard. It's very, very yeah. funny. <laughs> so, yeah, that was Aaron's number one, Christian Rockhard. Alan, what is your number one South Park episode? My number one was the losing edge and i'm happy to talk about it again i had one more quote that i forgot to give last time okay and it was when randy was when they were playing the pueblo team and randy actually 
he brought out a dictionary to antagonize the opposing team. And he said, <laughs> hang on, hang on, I lost my paper here. He said, Pueblo no bueno. Pueblo es muy mal. He had a Spanish dictionary. And he actually he learned Spanish to antagonize the opposing team. So he could get into his fight. It was yeah, that, uh, that's just a Tom Brady like work ethic. That's very yeah. funny. <laughs> you know, he puts in the work, Randy Marsh. Randy Marsh, number one. There we go. Okay. All right. So that was uh the losing edge was Allen's number one. Bloodbath, what's your number one? All right. Um I had two contenders, and I, at the last minute, had decided to go with one over the other. Uh, my number one is Season 8, Episode 1, Good Times with Weapons. Yup! Yeah! That's great my work. honorable mention! Hey! Yeah! Um, We're just simpatico, bloodbath. Uh, this is true. Uh, good Times with Weapons. So, I, I think this has been a fun conversation, because... I'm going to bring it back to what Dave, you know, has has sort of like, you know, reiterated several times. You know, what's really fun about these this kind of like really like kind of golden era of like South Park is, you know, the episodes that, you know, are about something that kids would do. And they and I don't think anything exemplifies that more than this episode. The boys are at the uh, county fair uh, has most all of us who have lived, uh, you know, we've, we're all from, you know, we've all lived in Ohio or, you know, you know, at some point in our lives, you know, we're used to uh, these kind of county fairs or different festivals that come through. Uh, more often than not, there is somebody there selling uh, weapons, <laughs> not just like guns, but like ancient, Always. Uh, you know, for, uh, for anybody out of country listening, he's 100% right. There's probably yeah. multiple weapon vendors. You're, you're walking through the county fair and you'll go past like the stall selling like, you know, hand knitted, you know, quilts or some shit. And then there's a guy selling ninja stars right next to that stall. <laughs> That's not a joke. It's not Absolutely. a joke. <laughs> Knives and swords and ninja stars and stuff like that. The boys yeah. buy them because <laughs> they give them some kind of song and dance about they don't have any parents. The boys buy the weapons and then they be they pretend to be uh, ninja warriors, and uh, that's when the animation changes into this sort of uh, anime style um, where all the characters have you know different designs, you know, kind of based on you know different like manga and anime characters, and they have these like incredible like mystical ninja battles, and then every once in a while it'll flash back to them just like you know their regular designs, just like you know in the alleyway like looking really silly with each other. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to give a whole synopsis of the story, but crazy things happen along the way. The th- like the theme song in the middle of the episode like nails it more than anything else it is like the like perfect you know again we've talked about like all the songs inside of south park and stuff like that and it's so good uh i'm not gonna recreate it because i can't remember how good it's but... fighting love yeah. it a double protect my balls i just remember like god damn dude so fucking funny and like the you know, Professor Chaos makes you know his comeback in that episode. It's it's legitimately a fun, interesting episode. Um, and just you know when it, you know when the big twist, you know, and the beginning of the third act happens, um, 
I don't know, dude, just makes everything just perfect. Again, like Dave said, just that, like, idea of, like, situations that, like, real kids, real fourth graders get themselves into, and then just the hilarity of it being, you know, South Park and the world that they live in and stuff like that. It comes together so well. Um, yeah, dude, good times of weapons, number one. Yeah. And I'll jump on this, because I, I know Bloodbath was trying to, like, not talk too much about the episode, but I'm going to go ahead and spoil it, because I don't give a shit. Because the the, the biggest, like like why it's so relatable to being a child outside of like going to like a fair or whatever is that they end up seriously hurting butters with these weapons that they are playing with. Yeah. Uh, he's got a, he's got whole, like a like, shuriken sticking out of his forehead. Like, like, like a ser- <laughs> like, like a serious, serious injury. And we've all had that moment when you're like playing with your friends and somebody actually gets hurt and you're like, Hey, sh- shut up, shut up, shut up. You can punch me. Shut up, shut up. Or, or, or like, <laughs> you're shut fine. Up, shut up. We, you're fine. yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't, we can't tell their mom like, this is fine. We'll figure it out. It's all good. But what's very funny is they took it to the extreme with butters literally having like an eight bladed weapon sticking out of the side of his fucking head. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I think it's, point like a dog pees like they they make him like pretend he's a dog or something yeah they try to take him to the vet yeah oh my god dude yeah that's one of my favorite episodes man for sure yeah that episode's great and i was gonna say like that i think that is my favorite (laughs) song that they've ever made for an episode of south park let's fighting love i'm gonna put that at the end of this episode yeah yeah that's probably the better idea for sure or maybe or maybe i'll put it in uh before uh before bloodbath says uh what the episode was so just to like pump pump up everybody who knows it that song is so good it's so good I hate anime so much, but I do recognize that every anime song fucking smacks very, very, very hard. So yeah. they do a really good job of just being like this super epic, like heavy fucking like solo, like rock guitar. It's very, very fun. Dragon Force. That's, that's what it is. You should, uh, you should, if, if anyone's listening and hasn't seen this episode, just Google uh, good times with weapons and you'll see the anime character designs because they're so good kenny has like this like so he has good. like this great yeah. hat on and cartman oh, is like straw, this giant. Yeah. yeah cartman has this is just like this giant monstrosity it's i think it's my magic powers to turn kyle into a chicken <laughs> <laughs> i um I think it's the best looking South Park episode. Like I think it's the coolest animation they've, Without a they've doubt. done. And how like, not even close, they, yeah. They they cut back and forth so like quickly and it just goes from this like, you know, awesome spectacle, these giant to just real life and it's perfect. This might be a trend of like something that I really like when shows do is like shows that are not anime that do like an anime episode or like switch to anime because this episode's great i can't believe i forgot it when i was making my list um community also has an episode yes. where they're playing they're playing yes. uh, foosball and they switch to anime and that scene is incredible it's so good surely an anime is very very cool yeah. <laughs> despite me being like aaron and really really not caring for anime very much uh I do like the style and the way it looks uh, when other shows like switch into it. So yeah. Anime is one of those things I, I want to like, but I just can't. Yeah. I know that there's good stories out there in anime, but I just, there's so many things that are off putting for it. We talked about this uh, in an episode a long time ago. Aaron went on just an all time rant about anime (laughs) <laughs> Dave, Dave had to bleed me. It's like one of the two times we ever had. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Aaron, Aaron legit said something that I couldn't let him live with. So, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I thought about it and I was like, that's very offensive, but I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, this is a just a fantastic episode. Like the fact that they try to pass Butters off as a dog so that they'll like be able to get him <laughs> fixed up without their parents finding out is so good. Man. Yeah. yeah. So that was Bloodbaths number one, good times with weapons. So let's finish out the list and get Moe's number one. So my number one is it's one of those things that most of you have talked about. You hate when they do. Uh, it's a very topical, very direct on the nose satire, but I think it's the one time that they do it absolutely perfectly. And the subject just deserves it. Uh, my number one is episode or season 18, episode one. It's called go fund yourself. Um, and if that name doesn't ring a bell, it's the Washington Redskins episode. Um, where the beginning of it is them just listing out these absurd names, like these horrible, like, uh, indifferent rectal semen splooge. And they're like, nope, <laughs> taken. Uh, and they're like, <laughs> so what they're trying to do is they're trying to name a startup company and all these names are already taken. They at one point decide on furry balls plopped menacingly on the table. That was the first one they got to that was available. <laughs> that's just a good name. That's not even a funny joke. That's just a um, great name. That's a so, bad name right there. <laughs> right? Um, so then they, they go back, and the next day, Cartman wakes up and realizes that the Washington Redskins trademark has been pulled, and anybody can use it. Right? I don't know if you remember when that happened in like 2014, 2013. Um, and so they just named their company the Washington Redskins. Uh, and there's just nothing but like the official Washington Redskins logo all over the episode because, you know, not only can the boys use it, South Park can obviously use it too. Um, and their promise as a startup company is to take people's money, not do anything and tell people to go fuck themselves. Um, <laughs> and so the, it goes, they become very popular because they have this devil may care attitude. So they, they start making a lot of money through Kickstarter. Um, and, and then of course, Daniel Snyder, the owner of the Washington Redskins uh, in real life comes and asks them to change their name because of how insensitive it is for them to use the name Washington Redskins because <laughs> the real Washington Redskins are such a noble organization with a proud history <laughs> and they're a proud people. And, and can't you understand how offensive it is for you to use this name this way and tell people to go fuck themselves. Um, and then Cartman in the best line of the episode goes, yeah, I hear you, but from one skin, from one red skin to another, go fuck yourself. Cartman <laughs> has some big Dan Snyder energy and that I have seen that episode. Yeah. It's yeah. very, very funny. And, and so, I mean, the rest of the episode kind of goes on and like everybody starts feeling bad because Dan Snyder goes out and gets uh, plays by himself because all of his players quit and he just gets murdered by the Cowboys uh, on television. So everybody feels bad for him. But uh, like the, the first half of that episode is so good and so perfect. And it is like, it's very, like we talked about on the nose satire, right? Like it, it's going directly at it. But it, I don't know. I think it's perfect. And just Cartman answering the phone going, Washington Redskins, go fuck yourself. 
never get old. Yeah, I haven't haven't seen that, but I do like the idea of an episode built around like startup companies and I, I assume GoFundMe is a part of that too. Yeah, so their whole their whole concept <clears throat> is you start a startup company, people just give you money for no reason. Right. And you don't have to do anything. So I believe what was it? It was uh startup uh something sell out bro down was their four step uh plan. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> bro down. Um but yeah, it, it's it's so funny. I, I, I just and like fuck Dan Snyder. Actually, I have a very fun Dan Snyder story. Um if if you'll allow me. So do you can guys I say know fuck who, Dan Snyder first? Yeah, you absolutely can say fuck yeah, Dan fuck Snyder. Yeah, fuck Dan Snyder, dude. The, the, this story like just exhibits he is just a real life supervillain. So uh an old roommate of mine, it's either his wife or uh, a friend, but he lived in the DC area and this person was running like a charity event for a nonprofit. And they somehow reached out to Dan Snyder, uh, the Redskins to donate, you know, something for, for like the reverse raffle. What do you think Dan Snyder owner of the Washington Redskins offered to this thing? Uh, a gift card he, to their, uh, he, like he gift said, shop at the state. <laughs> <laughs> He said, go fuck yourself. Dan Snyder donated an autographed picture of Dan Snyder. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll make this very quick. I read a story on Reddit the other day about a guy who, like, his daughters and Dan Snyder's daughters, like, hung out at, like, Dan Snyder's house. And he came to pick his daughter up, and he was like, hey, Dan, thanks for letting my kid come over here and play. And Dan Snyder was like, call me Mr. Snyder. (laughs) Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) I know. He's he's a a a super villain. He's an absolute piece of shit. Um, But, yeah. So, like I said, like I I get a lot of their uh, contemporary satire gets a little stale. This one is a target that super deserved it. Uh, and just, uh, I enjoy the hell. Yeah. There are very few people that deserve the South park, you know, dragging more than Dan Snyder does. Very, as far as like, you know, people that aren't actually like killing people and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So what was that episode called? Uh, it's called go fund yourself, go fund yourself. Mo's number one. Let's move into honorable mentions. Honorable mentions are lightning round style. I'm not sure if we're going to get through this super lightning round style, though. But uh, I have three honorable mentions. I did have fun with weapons or good times with weapons on there. Uh, the big one I want to say, my like big honorable mention is the Russell Crowe episode. I think it's called <laughs> Fighting Round. The Terrence and Philip movie trailer. Yeah, the new Terrence oh, Phillip movie I trailer. I totally forgot about it. That's yeah. so good. Tugga? Yeah, it's, and I just think about I just think about that line in there all the time where he's like he's like oh we couldn't turns out you can't fight cancer so we found a guy with cancer so take that cancer you pussy and he starts beating up this cancer patient. What a good Boy, Tugger, you want to hear his song off me new album? Ruin it. It's like no, no. Uh, Make a movie uh, singing song the part right around the world. Tugger's whistles blowing. Means we must be going. No more Russell Crowing for you. 
episode's so good. I a burnt CD in my Oh, we wonder why. We wonder why some of us no were single more Russell all through Crow high school. You. That's why they're the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, other honorable mention I want to talk. I want to just mention is the return of the Fellowship of the Ring to the Two yep. Towers. <laughs> yes. 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 Yep. With back with backdoor sluts nine. Backdoor is sluts nine. Such a, such a good nine. episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. I'm still laughing about how Aaron remembers all the words to that Russell Crowe song. <laughs> bro, bro, do not test me. I know every song in that show by heart. Do yeah. not test me. Okay. All right. So, Aaron, what's your honorable mention? Okay, I'm going to my list. If you're going to do a few, I'm going to do a few. What didn't yeah. get talked about? Uh, honorable mention, uh, the season seven premiere canceled, where they find out that Earth is a reality yes. show for the rest of the world. That's funny. Uh, Pokemon. <laughs> uh, oh, God, that we didn't Pokemon. Say that, I, that I swore somebody would say. Uh, the Rainforest, Shmain Forest in season three. That's a great one. And the, the last one I have is the Helen Keller, the musical episode, which I... <laughs> Which is not one that is like great, but I think is very, 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 very funny. Uh, so those are mine. If I had to pick, uh, yeah, dude, Jim Pokemon. How do we not yeah, talk gotta, about it's that? It's got to be. You're American. You have such gargantuan <laughs> penis. Large, American penis. <laughs> he assures me that I have a mammoth penis. Yeah, I... <laughs> Absolutely dwarfs his own. <laughs> President Hito has informed me that my penis is gigantic, bulbous, and even massive in size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it is pretty big. Ma- mastodonic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that episode's great. Uh, that's uh, all-time classic. I should have put Chin Pokemon or the uh, Fighting Around the World episode instead of the Caesar Milan, but whatever. Caesar Milan. Oh, whatever. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alan, what's your honorable mention? Um, I had good times with weapons as well. I thought that episode was great. Yeah. Um, I also had trapped in the closet. Yeah. That's that episode is oh, yeah. oh, Nubanon. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise, uh, please come out of the closet. Tom, <laughs> come on, Tom. Just just come on, Tom. Just come out of the closet, Tom. Because because the other person that deserves it really is R. Kelly, right? Oh, they didn't oh, give yeah. it to him bad enough. They did not give it to him bad enough, I promise. No, no, no not, at all. not at all. Hopefully they go back, though. You know? Yeah. Circle back around. All right, Bloodbath, what's your honorable mention? All right, man. Sorry. Uh, Cartman joins Nambla. Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, great. So uh, Terrence the Phillip behind the blow. Um, uh, uh, sorry, man. There's just there's so many goddamn good ones. Uh, Bebe's boobs destroy society. <laughs> yeah, another great one, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 Woodland Critters Christmas. Um, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> and I'll also throw on there uh, just to close it out. Um. Ah, shit. Erection Day. I think that was really good, too. <laughs> oh, man. And, Mo, what about you? What's your honorable mention? Uh, the, 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 the top one that I'd listed is the Margaritaville episode. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mainly because nobody, and I mean nobody, has done a better job of actually functionally explaining what happened during the financial crisis than Southwick. Like, they, they yeah. actually go through <laughs> the entire episode and is a good and accurate explanation. And it also has the, and it's gone. Yeah, it's and gone. it's gone. Well, that gone. whole, so, uh, yeah. <clears throat> um, also, <laughs> Crack Baby Basketball Association is a very funny uh, take down of the NCAA. Um Mystery of the urinal deuce. I really enjoyed mainly only because that actually happened at my high school. <laughs> uh, and, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna call him out by name, Charlie De Palma. Shit in the urinal at my high school. And we weren't allowed to use people don't forget, Charlie. We, we forget. weren't allowed to use the bathroom for like three weeks until somebody <laughs> tried to sue the school. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, you that was awesome. so cool. Oh yeah, I know it's a great place. Um, great pizza. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I, I mean, there's overlogging, which is the one where they run out of internet going out California way. Yeah, find me that's some a internet. great one. Oh, the great, the grapes of wrath, like uh, thing. Yeah. yeah, that was good. Yeah, that oh. scene. That scene of Randy uh, after he jerks off is. Yeah. It's, I'll, yeah. I'll never forget that, that image. Oh. Yeah. And then one I'm actually shocked that nobody had, which I don't even remember what it's called. Oh, Royal Pudding, the, the Canadian Royal Wedding. That, as is tradition. As is tradition. <laughs> that one, that one's really funny. And that's a good old fashioned, like Ike goes on a uh, uh, quest in, in Canada. Like it's really funny. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into that one soon when we get into our listener responses. I'll get us started with listener responses with Chris N, whose number three is Trapped in the Closet. Number two is Gnomes. I don't remember that one. No, the underpants gnomes. Oh, the underpants gnomes. The underpants gnomes. The tweet coffee episode. Yeah. The the underpants gnomes. Underpants, question mark. Profit. Profit. Who gives a shit what phase two is? Phase three is profit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly how I run the liquor store. Step one, buy bourbon. Step two, question mark. Step three, profit. Exactly. Oh, the the number of times I have unfortunately referenced that in real life business is yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's at the core. All right, next up we have Chris. D. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We didn't finish Chris N. Chris N's number oh, right. one is overlogging, which we just talked about. Overlogging. Yeah. All right, next up we have Chris D. Uh, which is his number three is the one where they go to the old timey camp and the people are committed to the pit. I don't <laughs> remember that episode either, but that was very funny. Uh, number two is uh, Fun Times with Weapons, and number one is Aspen. Good picks. That's a really funny one. The one where they that go to the old timey camp is good. It's really good. It's very funny. Yeah, that was yeah, really- like some bank robbers come to the camp. And they are trying to, you know, get people to help them, you know, escape or whatever. And the people are just, they're stuck in this, they're stuck in this, they, they won't break character, right? Yeah. And this yeah. old timey, like, uh, pioneer yes. village or whatever. Yeah, it's great. And they're like, they're what? Like the to call the I've never to call heard of a fancy padlock before. Uh, <laughs> Uh, next up is uh, Rat Boy, whose number three is Awesomeo. Number two, Goobax, which I thought someone was going to mention. Yeah, it's a very good episode. Very funny. And Took number job. one, 
Aspen. Chicken gerbs. Yeah. Ch- chicken sandwich. We should. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk about Goobax just for a second. We don't have a lot of listener responses this time, so we can spend a little bit more time on the man pile in the Goobax episode, which is one of the it's one of the things vibrating. that one of the thi- <laughs> one of the things that I reference the most from South Park is the man pile. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime the hype has gone down on something that I love, it's all right, back to the pile. All right, back yeah. to the pile. <laughs> we got a bad for a better future. We have to hold on to tomorrow. <laughs> if the future belongs to you and me. And then they're like, they they stop in the middle of the song and stay. I think it's Stan. He's like, hold on. This is stupid. Back to the pile, everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is later. And- this uh this th- I do this whenever something that I'm excited about like turns out to suck I'm like well uh, so re- recording this again early November the Cleveland Browns season is g- going down the toilet right now and Sucks. so I've said several times all right well back to the pile season's over back to the pile said that for every Brown season since that episode came no. out uh, <laughs> so the Gooback's episode is is so fucking good that's a great, great. <laughs> no, I want a goddamn double cheeseburger and a goddamn order of fries, you fucking goobacks. And everyone's like, Stanley! He's just like, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, thank you, Rat Boy. Yeah, great work. <laughs> All right, and last we have K Reg. Number three, Mr. Hankey. Number two, The Brown Note. And number one, Scott Tinnerman Must Die. Brown Note was a good choice. Like, for real, like, I thought about mm-hmm. that episode. Um, <laughs> that's that's really funny. It's an older one, too. Uh, and I figured I'd, I figured everybody was going to throw Scott Tinnerman. I thought we were going to Michael Bumpus Scott Tinnerman it, Must it's, Die. It's, it's a great episode. You know, don't get me wrong. My I favorite like part, my fa- you said you don't like it? I mean, I don't hate it, but like, I don't think it's that good. I think it's got shock value, but that's it. Yes. Yeah. So it was a satire of a Shakespearean play called Titus Andromachus. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, it is, but I'm not <laughs> going to go off on that. What I will say uh, that is equally as prolific as something Shakespearean is there's a part in the brown note where they meet like the kids from New York City and they're trying to like make fun of them. And the kids from New York City are like, yeah, well, you're just mung. And the kids are like, what? Mung's not a word. And they're like, yeah, it sure is. And you guys are mung. And they're like, no, mung isn't a word. And the kid from New York's like, yeah, mung's a word. It's what happens. With, it's what comes out when you press down on a pregnant woman's stomach. And I just remember like being like 14, like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, the Scott Tennerman Must Die episode is really funny when uh, – at the end, like Scott Tennerman's crying, and like they have Radiohead as guests on the episode, <laughs> yeah. and Scott Tennerman's crying after he finds out what happens to his parents, and Radiohead's just making fun of him for being lame. It's oh, so what a good. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got problems. <laughs> no, young hunter, what do you see? And I see a Radiohead poster. He's like, "What the hell's a Radiohead?" Oh, you know they have that one song that's like, "I'm a creep." And here we do. That was very. That was one of my favorite parts of that episode. What am I doing here? Anytime Cartman, uh, anytime Cartman sings in South Park is always good. 
I just realized I'm shocked that nobody has said, and I guess we can keep talking about Scott Tennerman for a minute if you want to, but I just had an episode I realized nobody said. No, go ahead. Lemmy Winks. Yes. Oh my God. Lemmy Winks. I'm pretty sure I had that song. I'm pretty sure I had. I had Lemmy Winks on like my all of my MP3 players uh, back in the day. I had <laughs> Lemmy Winks on there, and I don't make playlists. I just put every song I have on shuffle because I'm a psycho. And I'm sure <laughs> Lemmy Winks came on in several situations where it's like not socially appropriate to listen to Lemmy Winks. I am the catatafish. <laughs> <laughs> a great adventure is waiting for you ahead. Smack every song. Every song is great. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Lemmy Winks. You solved the Catatafish's <laughs> riddle. You must make your way to the small intestine. Um, oh, God damn. Another episode I just thought of, you know, since we're just kind of throwing shit out there now. Um, my future self and me. Great episode. Yeah, Very funny. Really so good. good, man. So good. <laughs> like, Randy just cuts that guy's pants off. <laughs> oh, look, it was fake, too. <laughs> I just remembered like a random part from a random episode the the episode where they have sex ed and they're like telling the boys about Ever wearing condom condoms use? yeah yeah and they <laughs> they just wear condoms around all day long <laughs> because... <laughs> they make butters put one on he's like oh hey I still have room to pee in it <laughs> yeah <laughs> they'd get someone to put uh, Timmy's condom, or yeah, Timmy's condom. On <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they just have a road warrior, and like they're just like <laughs> they blow that like tanker truck up, and everyone's like, oh, <laughs> like they're all like, and we, uh, like we cannot go like the if oh, we're gonna shit. talk about songs before we quit. The Timmy song that they made that they also put into like Guitar Hero and Rock Band, yeah. like the Timmy, Timmy and the Lords of the Underworld. That's yeah, such that's a, the that's Phil such Collins a good, episode. Uh, you're probably right. That that's is the Phil Collins episode. So yeah. just just Timmy like Timmy like as yeah. they're playing like heavy like DVDA is Trey Parker and Matt Stone's band. And they do a lot of really good stuff. They did a lot of the team America stuff. They've done a lot of South park stuff. It, if you haven't listened to them, I'm not going to say they're the best band ever, but they do shred. It's very cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. um, one more I want to throw out there. Um, uh, Starver Marvin goes to space. The episode with Mark Lar. Oh yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> are Mark Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She she plays Jabba the Hutt. Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a that's a really good one too. Yeah, I feel like we can just like continue on for another hour or so, just naming random South Park episodes. But Some more schnapps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so thank you everyone who gave your uh, lists for listener top threes. If you would like to participate in further episodes, keep your eyes out on the A Top 3 podcast social media accounts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Again, check the episode description for links to those pages, but it's all at A Top 3 Podcast. Thanks so much for writing in. Keep your eyes out for the call for next uh, next time's topics, and 
to wrap this up, I want to say thanks to uh, Aaron and Alan and Bloodbath, I guess, but big <laughs> thanks to Mo for joining today and uh, bringing in like the mo- more recent South Park episodes, which is something that none of us uh, brought to it. So thanks for coming on, Mo. Good talking to yeah, you. Yeah, it was it was a ton of fun. Uh, thanks for having me. And uh, anytime you need somebody to have bad opinions, give me a call. Hell yeah! Well, Thank we're you. all about we're all about bad opinions. We all yeah, have enough of that. Alan. Yeah. Next time you need okay. you need somebody to slap Aaron around, let me know. Okay. okay Mo's got giant hands. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna say Aaron and Alan have bad opinions, but Aaron and Alan didn't say that Taxi was one of their top three sitcoms. So. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> it was a lot <laughs> of terrible. <laughs> Actually, no. I take that, that back. Alan is the Alan the wings. OG. Yeah. Alan's the OG of bad opinions because he said humans are the scariest animal out there but way back That's in episode right. 1. That's right. So That's right. <laughs> I'm smart dog. Listen, smart. Alan, I'm for sure the only other person that has listened to you say that, but I I also loved wings. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh, jacket off. I'm the closest. I'll stop him. <laughs> uh aaron's doing that thing like the dave Chappelle joke about the guy jacking off on the bus he's dodging <laughs> left and right <laughs> i must stop him <laughs> oh no he got me <laughs> i can't stop crying all right <laughs> all right so thanks everybody for listening once again if you would like to support the show the best thing you can do is to tell your friends about the show you can Go on the social media pages and chat, participate, give your top threes. Also give a rating and review if your platform allows it and subscribe so that a new top three podcast episode is waiting for you whenever you're ready. We exist outside of time and space. We're here whenever you get to us. (laughs) Uh, So thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. The body of Christ, a swimmer's body almost <laughs> the same toe, body Wow.